Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Minnie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And if I sound overexcited, it's because I am. And if I sound clear and crisp and all lovely and digital, it's because for the first time ever, we are recording the podcast properly, aren't we, Helen? We are. We are away from our couch. We are away from the wine. We are in a studio. In... Da, 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 da. The Guardian. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, because we're joined today by the lovely Jemima Kiss. Hello, Jemima. Oh, hello. Now, Jemima, you are the head of technology for The Guardian, is that right? Yes, uh, editorial. I don't fix servers. And, oh, well, right. not yet. Head our technology editorial teams, who oh. are a lovely team of six or seven reporters, if you include me, uh, covering all sorts of technology stuff. Yes. Well, thank you so much for inviting us to uh, come and chat to you at the actual Guardian today. And a lovely man called Jason here at the Guardian is letting us record this podcast in the studio. We've got soundproofing. We've got cans. I believe is a technical term. That's isn't it? it. That's it. We're wired for sound. I believe. Oh, I'm so wired. <laughs> I'm so wired Very right exciting. now. So yeah, it's a tech special this episode and we've actually got a special jingle haven't we we do we do not just us singing like slightly drunkenly either a real jingle that's it that's been created on a computer and like right cue the jingle scummy mummy tech special scummy mummy tech special (laughs) oh that was the jingle what do you think of that that's futuristic man is it yeah (laughs) twisted my melons yeah, no, I loved it. I that's great. And who, and who supplied us that jingle? My brother. Thank you, Helen's brother. Which one yeah. was it? Henry. Thank you. How many Henry. have you got? I love that. Three. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a sister. Mucho yeah. hombre. I know. There's five of us. Yeah. Five thorns. Wow. Country practice. Yeah. Nothing else to do. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> wow. Were you in flying doctors once? No. Oh. <laughs> but I did go to the town. It was near where that's I grew up. That's the same. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So let's press on. Uh, it says in your job description that you cover tech trends, gadgets, gaming, and startups, helping to translate and demystify technology for a wider audience. Oh, well, don't listen to all that puff. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> um, no, we, we do sort of do that. We're not interested in writing about technology for, for geeks because they kind of already know it. I think it's really important that people feel empowered and confident about technology, not that it's something that other people do. Well, I'm hoping you'll empower our own Helen Thorne today because you're not, it's fair to say you're not the most technical. 
Personally. No, well, no, you're I'm sitting, not. Yeah, but you're sitting there with a laptop and a tablet yeah, that's my and laptop. a smartphone. No, I don't have a smartphone. My my phone is not that smart. It, it's a BlackBerry from about six oh, years ago. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, God. Helen has a, a six-year-old BlackBerry, which replaced the first-generation iPhone that you had previously. Yeah. 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 That's where we wow. are from, Can you imagine? Wow. Well, my laptop at home is, 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 has got gaffer tape around it because my son threw it across the room. So I've, it, it looks a bit wonky. This is small children. Now, you've got children as well, Jemima. How, yes. how many have you got? I've got a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Right. So Exhausting how... and delightful in equal measure. How do you protect your tech from your rabid children? I'm, I mean, they, may, they might not be rabid, but... <laughs> well, they're, I'm, they're, I'm they're fairly rabid. They're two boys. They are quite boisterous. Um, we have quite a small house, and on my desk, I have a very strict rule that they're just not allowed to touch anything on my desk and they get shouted at a lot so if my tech is on my desk it's usually all right unless they're being deliberately naughty because you do see people with the with a um a a large tablet and they've got like mega rubber rings around it so yeah if a child does pick it up and throw it it can you can get some really good cases now for Mm. tablets that will allegedly um child proof your technology and there's this amazing stuff called sugru which is a bit like a kind of super hardcore, tough blue tack. And you take it out of the packet and you can mould it into whatever shape you want. So you could make big bumpers. Mm. And people have done this on cameras. And you leave it to dry and then it hardens. Ooh, like, it's like, very cool. Like a FIMO or something. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it's like. It's like a FIMO. And also you can get magnets and sort of um, push the magnets into the sugar and then let it dry so you can make your own little magnetic hooks to go on things it's very cool oh. can you attach the sugru to a child and then attach the child to like a wall or a <laughs> banister so that they then can't touch the technology that, ah you haven't thought of that have you i, I haven't are. thought of that but that's probably a goer you there can have go. that yeah, yeah there you go yeah. there's obviously a huge appetite for gadgets and gizmos and, and writing about them and all that stuff why do you think that is well i think the very best gadgets and gizmos solve a problem for us um sometimes it's a problem we don't realize we have until we buy the gadget Mm. so i'm not sure we all needed a smartphone until we had one um but there are you know the fantastic devices you can think of that do just really clever things that we had struggled with before and if you look at apps um in particular so there's a brilliant one called city mapper um, and I don't know if you've used this in. London. I have, I have, I have. It's on my. Oh, hey, oh, so you are techie. Yay! My husband told me how to do it. <laughs> there's so much ruined it. You just <laughs> come on. There's, there's so much competition in in sort of in the technology world now that they only have to make a relatively small improvement on a problem. So, say getting from A to B, which is what City Mapper does. Actually, they can build a whole business around that. Do you think you can take it too far? I don't know because I I saw this thing this morning that I really want that I want to be my next gadget right and it's a kettle it's 100 quid which all right it's a little <laughs> helen's making a face it's My a eyebrows lot are raised <laughs> um it's a kettle and uh it's you can control it over your wi-fi network with your iphone so you can be in bed and you just jemima's nodding you've heard of this you, you press the thing on your phone and it boils the kettle before you've even got well, out you wouldn't have to buy a particular kettle for that you buy a wemo device which is oh. um uh, it's a socket that can be internet connected so you can you you can connect your Wemo app on your phone to your Wemo socket for anything. So actually, you could turn your washing machine on, or your kettle on, or the slow cooker on to turn on your dinner at lunchtime, and it'll be ready when you get back home. Or open your garage door for you, or Ooh. turn on the telly so you don't have to get out of bed, so the kids could be looked after. Oh, that'd be yeah. nice. Yeah, so that's yeah. nice. Or yeah. say your 
partner's having to put your kids to bed and you want to send a little goodnight message to your kids, you could have a little light next to your bed, Aww. next to their bed, so you can send a little... Or something, you know. But it's, like a red light, don't come in the bedroom. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for your husband, that'd be nice. Yeah. I'm still cross with you. Um, <laughs> that yeah, too. But my kettle, I have to say, my kettle isn't even like a flicky switch kettle, because I've already got quite an expensive kettle that heats water to three different temperatures you can choose 70 or 80 or 90 why would you want that and it's got a keep warm function because i thought it would improve my life yeah but why do you need lukewarm water i don't get it well the optimum temperature jemima for green tea is 80 degrees oh kill me now (laughs) i don't even really drink first world problems Christ, the hashtag started here. Okay. Do you know what else I've got? I've got a toaster, right? And it's got a light on it. And it starts off blue. And then as the toast is nearly done, it goes to purple and then red to tell you that the toast is nearly ready. Yeah, but does it have the extra sort of lift up bars where you can pop it out far enough to pick it up? Because that's the defining thing for a toaster, is whether you can actually get the toast out of it. I like the light myself. There's oh. a lot of work to be done in um, white goods. <laughs> I, went, I once was at Ellie's house and I went to get the toast out of the toaster with a, with a metal knife. That's not a good No, move, no, really. exactly. And not, me and Pete were like, not great. no! And she was like, Stop. what? <laughs> it was a bit like that. It yeah. was. I was like, what, what? See, oh, there I'm we are. Careful. You've heard from a tech expert now, Helen. That is not no a knives good... in in uh, in toasters. You I use a wooden spoon, which probably isn't uh, <laughs> that sensible. Yeah, that's anyway, right. but, yeah. Yeah. it's not conductive. Yeah, it's not like when lightning hits trees; they explode into flame or anything like that. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Very good. Um, okay, do not stick things into toasters <laughs> ever. Nothing. Ever. That's it. Nothing. No, just don't. Um, so, what about you? What are your personal favourite gadgets? Uh, obviously, I've talked about my kettle and my toaster. And um, <laughs> well, this this is a very particular sort of journalist thing. But there's this amazing digital pen called the Live Scribe, and it records audio while you're writing with it. Oh. Which means that when you're doing an interview, you don't have to record. You don't have to write down notes from every single sentence and every single point, because. Every time you make a mark on the page, it, it creates a bookmark in the audio. Oh. So if I do an interview that's an hour long and there's only two quotes that I need and that's at five minutes and 15 minutes, I just click back with the pen onto the page at five minutes and I can listen to that line and then I click on 15 and it will play that line. <gasps> that's wicked. Oh, it's, got a little, that. it's got a little eye behind the nib and it creates a little bookmark because the mark that you've made on the page is totally unique so it links oh. that to the bit in the audio anyway it's amazing you're if you're at college i know isn't it amazing <laughs> helen what's your favorite gadget what's my favorite gadget um i do like a i do like a clothes dryer Oh my god, a heated, a heated clothes dryer. Have you not found this from Lakeland? It's amazing. It's about five foot tall and has three levels, Mm. but it's heated like a radiator thing. You can put a whole load of washing on it, put a sheet over the top, and it dries overnight. I love it. I love it. I don't know if that counts. It doesn't shrink your clothes. No, no, no. Well, I I wouldn't put woolens in the tumble dryer at the moment. I'm very lazy. And well, all you have to do is hang it out. It's not, you know, it's not that much effort, frankly. I do like, I've got a tea, it's, it's, again, it's quite domestic. I've got a tea fowl four-in-one uh, cooker yeah. that is a slow cooker and makes porridge and steams and does 
something else that's so useful. Rice, rice, it's a rice cooker. Changes yeah, yeah. the children's panties. <laughs> yes, that's right. I couldn't live without my rice cooker. I could totally live without it. Well, you yeah, don't need a rice cooker. This. You just put one to two in a saucepan, don't you, and put it on? No, no, you put the put you put it. The beauty of the rice cooker is you put it in and then you just like you just throw it in and you leave it and then it keeps it warm when it's done as well. So you can just have rice. You can have rice all day. Imagine that the luxury. Look at you. Yeah. And your eighty degree tea. I do. I have a bit of a thing about devices that fall where you just feel like you're being taken for a ride by the device manufacturer like electric toothbrushes for example so you know that they looked and they went 199 mm, there must be a way we could better fleece people than that so they come up with an electric brush that does exactly the same thing oh yes but i think you'll find that with all those oscillations it will remove more tartar and plaque from your teeth really all I'm saying is it gives you a cleaner feel. That's all I'm saying. I feel like I've been to the dentist every day. You just need to get that wrist action going harder, you know? It's not that difficult. Don't waste it's it not, on yourself, Ellie. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. For electric toothbrushes, they are real scams. And that's why I do not have on my Amazon wish list the um, <clears throat> Philips Diamond Clean uh, ultrasonic toothbrush, which is really, £125. I haven't bought it's it. Outrageous. I haven't bought it. But like you'll like this, Jamara. It comes with a USB charger, so you can charge no, it. No, why your would I like that? I don't like people being ripped well, off. My mum bought me a bloody soup maker. How hard is it to make soup? <laughs> you just put it in a pan, don't you? No, I, I like a stick blender myself. That's, oh you know, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although it is quite difficult to get it in your mouth, I find with the toothpaste, and the toothpaste just goes everywhere. It does get stake so don't, 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 yeah. don't put stick blender in your mouth. Don't do that. Lovely. We've invited you on to like be our tech expert, and you've turned into our health and safety officer. Yeah, that's I good. I, I'm very happy to do that. Is that, is that the end of our tech chat, Ellie? You tell me, Helen. All right, I think it's time for some current affairs, current affairs, current affairs. Now, uh, now let's chat about a, a recent story we read um, about why Steve Jobs didn't let his kids use an iPad and other gadgets at home. He probably just made force, force them to meditate. That's it. They just had to build some piles of sticks or something in the lounge room and <laughs> yeah. think about the environment. Um, so, Ironically. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah, so this is from a news story. The journalist said to Steve Jobs, uh, you, you know, your kids must love the iPad. Uh, now, and he asked, this was just when the first iPad was coming out, right? And, and Steve Jobs said, uh, well, my kids haven't used it. Uh, we limit how much technology our kids use at home. So Steve Jobs did not even let his kids have iPads. I, I would have been more shocked if somebody as sort of experienced in technology was, was sort of slapdash with his children's health and safety again around... <laughs> screen time actually you would expect him to be more knowledgeable not you can't just assume that he's going to be all gushy about it he's all too aware of how compulsive all of these technologies are Mm. so good on him so what what's the rule in your house how do you limit it well because they're still quite young we're, we're still not that strict i would generally rather they played a game and sort of interacted with something rather than just sat agog sort of slack jawed uh, watching a television they never watch live tv or you know terrestrial tv they occasionally watch a bit of catch up and they play the odd ipad game but certainly not every day mm. do they do um, what about cbb's no cbb's no cbb's no we selectively pick programs and they watch them on catch up oh, abney and homeland. yeah homeland <laughs> orange yes. is the new black yeah, orange yeah. Is the, yeah. quality drama yeah. <laughs> normally it's at the end of the day when they just they just really need to sit and wind down. You know that, like, mad hour yeah. like, just before or after dinner time where they're just bouncing off the walls and like, OK, we're getting yeah. towards bedtime, chill the f*** out, don't say f*** 
obviously. <laughs> um, actually, if it's like, um, I don't know, a rainy Sunday or something, there are some really good games where you can build a truck, for example, and paint it in all the colours you want and then race it. So they, Ooh, what's they that love... called? That sounds good. Um, I think it's just called Monster Trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really have a sort of a set time limit, but I, they don't go on for more than half an hour. I just think it's really important that they have moderation in everything, really. Mm-hmm. So for them, I'm not going to totally ban it because then it makes it out to be this sort of, yeah. you know, amazing secret special thing that they'll just sneak around to other people's houses to do. But, you know, they'll go on the trampoline for half an hour, then they'll ride their bikes for half an hour, then they'll read books for half an hour, then they'll play with the farm animals for half an hour, and then, you know, and they do that all day. And so the iPad is just in the mix they haven't yeah. got totally addicted to it yet, but I don't know. Maybe that will change. That probably will change. Yeah. <laughs> See, I struggle with that because I've tried to limit it for, for Charlie, and yeah, we try to only let him. How old it. is he? He's uh, three, but he loves it. He really loves it. Yeah, and, like that's all he wants to do. If you ask him what he wants to do, he will say watch telly. That's what I struggle with. Is is that how come he loves it so much and he's so addicted to it despite my best efforts to contain it and not make it a special thing or a hidden thing or a treat? I don't. Well, know. Well, it's a bright. It's a bright screen and I think there's something in sort of our animal brains that sort of rewards us for this kind of hunting seeking mechanism there's been loads written about um, game mechanisms and how they how they're really compulsive to us and we sort of can't really resist them and it's just the same for kids but um, I think it's a bit about the context in which you do it so as a parent if you sit down with them and you kind of do the game with them Mm. it then becomes more of a social thing whereas it's Sort of a bit more sad, really, if they're, you know, the iPad's the babysitter, which we do all do sometimes. But, you know, if that's just what it becomes and it's this solitary activity. Do your, your kids like telly as well? Don't yeah, they? my kids love all telly. Ki- yeah, all yeah, kids, all kids like telly. But I do, I do think that they like it a bit too much and I'm very conscious of that but at the moment. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong, I don't have freak children. I mean, they, yeah. they nag and pester all the time <laughs> from the day they wake up. It's, can I watch something? Can I watch? But I just sort of... Maybe I'm a bit too strict, I don't know. But I, I sort of don't I don't give in. It does sort of help to have a rhythm in, in, in your day, though, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. if they get used to, OK, you know that you're allowed to watch something between 5 and 5.30 before dinner, then it sort of sets their expectations a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have a no TV in the morning and no iPad in the morning rule, um, unless Mummy's got something really important to do. <laughs> Mummy, have you got anything really important to do this morning? <laughs> Yeah, but we it. do have to look at our own behaviour, though, because we say, oh, these kids, all they want to do is, you know, look at these iPads and then look at our own behaviour. Yeah. You know, absolutely. we look at our phones 250 times a day on average. An hour. Yeah, and I try honest. really hard at weekends in particular, because I don't get to see my kids that much during the week. But I try really hard at weekends to not have, I hardly take pictures of my kids at all now because I try really hard to not have my phone out when I'm with them because I don't want them to be looking at me and Mm. I'm looking at my phone yeah what do you think about the argument that you know we should let kids uh, become a favorite technology and we should let them learn how to use these devices because they're growing up in the modern world and these devices are part of most people's working life now and they're going to need to know how to use them to survive in the in the modern world no totally and my my husband went to quite a sort of hippie school and those schools now um, are very reluctant to teach um, computer science and computer skills. And I think that is a massive disservice. When I mean, you put any kid out into the real world now with no understanding of not only the positive things about computers and, um, and a lot of the programs and sites that are out there, but also you know, some of the really important 
um, skills they need to have around um, uh, safety, for one, you're doing them a massive disservice. So it's totally important, but it is about moderation. So obviously you've, you've read and probably written Can a lot about... Can we open the mince pies now? Oh, yes, oh, yes sorry, come on. <laughs> I'm opening the mince pies. It's very exciting. So I know there have been lots of studies, and, and I'm sure you've written about them in The Guardian and stuff. What yeah. is the optimum or the maximum, I suppose, screen time that children should be having? Well, it, you know, how old's your, your child, for one thing? If they're under two, they shouldn't be having any. If they're two to five... I don't think um, they should be watching much more than half an hour. It depends on your child. Um, some kids might be able to moderate themselves a little bit more than others. It depends on their age. Not it my depends... child. <laughs> well, your Charlie's still very young. but yeah. um, And it depends sort of what they're doing as well because there's gaming and sort of entertainment and then there's um, gaming and research and what el- whatever else you might need to be doing that's more educational. I think it's really difficult to, to pick an exact number. I think you have to find something that feels right to you and that works for your child and your household without wishing to cop out. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My my daughter's uh, five, and her maths homework now is called Mathletics. And that's what they say. Mathletics. Well done, that yes. person. Wow. <laughs> and so that is set every week. Yeah, I mean, and then she's quite excited about it because she gets to go on the computer with the mouse or, or on the iPad to do mm. her counting and things like that. So, yeah. So well, she's had a terrible case of Mathlete's foot recently, hasn't she? <laughs> boom, boom. How long have you been waiting to get that oh, gag in? About 18 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but so. that's quite good. That's a really good way of, of getting her to use the computer and feel sort of confident about using the computer that's but it. you're saying you'd, you'd rather given the choice you'd rather give your kids video games than tv um i think it's a balance again mm. but i i just like the way that they're active and they're using their brain and they're involved with what's going on in the game they're not just sitting there passively the other night i was so tired and i was i was lying in bed and and i said you know when you you go into that almost you sort of have a bit of a nod and then I just started palming down the page because <laughs> I was like, going, I just need to see the words. And I, then I realised I was actually holding a book. Wow. <laughs> like, 
I wasn't holding an oh, iPad. Mate. I just was... What is my brain? That, what have I done to my brain? That is like the man that was addicted to Google Glass recently. You know, those ridiculous future specs things oh, yeah. that sort of superimpose the world. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, map directions and things on a little screen in front of you. There was a guy that was being treated for addiction, and when he didn't have the glasses on, he kept tapping his forehead, which is how you activate Google Glass. Oh, wow. So we do get, you know, sort of immersed in these technologies. Yeah. yeah. It's time for you to go to rehab. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said. <laughs> I, was, I was a little bit tired. What, do you, what would be your favourite apps then or gadgets for entertaining your children? It's really boring, but YouTube still. Mm, yeah. Wish they'd sort out their bloody comment system because it's but, but you just fall down a sort of hole it's like mummy i want to watch tractor racing so you're watch, watching russian tractors yes go oh, really yeah. fast why, you know about why this do you always end up in russian sites like we were, uh, were yeah. writing the other day and hugo was on youtube and i said you can watch some diggers he just wants to watch yeah. diggers dig some dirt yeah and then all of a sudden this like polish theme tune yeah what are your what are your favorite apps tell him for your kids um i, I really like the cbb's website mm-hmm. it's quite it's, well it's very educational I like That's YouTube right. as well. Charlie has a weird thing for YouTube videos of comedy songs from the 70s. Oh, I see. So he loves a bit of okay. right said Fred. Yeah. Uh, his favourite is Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West. Oh, no. Which is, of course, about milkman, a woman shagging a milkman in exchange for free milk. That's, mm. you know, but I still feel like that's part of his comedy education, isn't it? That's educational, isn't it, Jemima? Don't make that face. Uh, <laughs> Don't yeah. make that face. <laughs> no, mine really like Donald Wears Your Trousers, so, you know. Oh, I'm going to try that when we go. He'll love that. Well, He'll especially. Especially if you change the name Donald to their name, they find that very funny. Oh, oh I, that's hilarious. Oh, yep. I bet that is. <laughs> what, what I find really interesting about technology, and, and especially for mums and dads, is that with the, with the internet, that has given everyone more porn, yet the internet and technology, I think, takes away from intimacy in relationships. I was, I was doing some work, my husband was doing some work, both had laptops on, the TV was on, we had our phones next to us, we weren't interacting with each other. You can get into that, yeah, loop of watching extra things on the iPlayer or sending another text or checking Facebook. They could just be having a shag. That would be quite nice. So it's very easy to watch other people having sex and probably not have so much sex yourself. Yeah, but I don't watch sex. Yes, effort, isn't it? I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> don't have I don't, sex. It's dirty. It's <laughs> mucky. I don't like sex. I don't know where no, those children came from. It, but I don't, I don't like watching it. <laughs> I think this might be another meeting, that one. Um, no, you're right. But I think if you um, have very basic sort of... Um, guidelines so make sure a really good tip actually is to have an old school alarm clock in your bedroom yeah and keep your phones downstairs yeah Mm. charge them downstairs so night night phone see you in the morning and then you don't get that right i'll set my alarm oh look yeah yeah. and he's just posted that picture of her dancing with a chicken (laughs) and then you get sucked into the you know the news feed of death that is a real i'm gonna try that i'm getting again analog clock yeah like in babe Oh. oh, there we are. So, yeah, get a clock, get some c- <laughs> Give the lady a prize. <laughs> You've had oh. a bit of the Guardian, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that, I bet that's the first time anyone said c- in this studio, isn't it? No. Maybe. No. I'm in there all the time. That's right, like a trooper. Oh, there we go. There oh, go. I love that, Helen. I love that. We'll get some T-shirts made. Yeah, for Christmas, I that think. That was great. Yeah, there we are. Well, we're going to continue with our tech theme now, but I think it's time... 
for a game. Woohoo! I love a game. Woohoo! You're up for a game. Now, this is quite a special game. This is our first ever uh, sort of technical game. Mm. It's sort of a retro techno audio quiz. Very good. Uh, it's our I'm rule. I'm liking it, it already. It's our rule. Yes. It's our rule. So here's how the quiz is going to work, ladies. Okay, mm-hmm. I've prepared a selection of clips, sound effects, if you will, of sort of gadgets and toys uh, from yesteryear. I'm excited. Are you? Are you? We just came out. Do your kegels. Do your kegels. Come on. <laughs> I'm so, rubbish at them. So I'm going to play each clip and then I want you to buzz in. Now, I haven't actually got it together that technically to have buzzers. So can, okay. you, can, can we hear your buzzer noise? Uh, please? That's nice. Yeah. Um... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I like, I like it though. Bum, bum. Okay, no, it's just not. Bzz, bzz. <laughs> oh, that's my noise. All right, the old noise. No, you do bums. No, you've, you've, bum. woo, you've made your, you've made this bed. It's time for you to lie on it. Yeah. Tell, tell her what she wins if she wins. Uh, you could win this miniature Christmas pudding. Woo. It's, it's enriched with brandy, cognac, port, and stout. A oh. bit like Helen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's quite an easy one to start. Are you ready? Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. Clip number one. Jemima. Uh, speak and spell. It is speak and spell. Oh, oh, did you know that one, Helen? I, I love a speak and spell because what we used to do is like take it into the bedroom when we were kids and like, oh. penis. Yeah, <laughs> Doodle. Yeah. Boobs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was the joy. Okay, here we are. One nil to kiss. Clip number two. Kiss. Uh, Spectrum loading. Ah, it's a good guess. It's not right, Thorn. I have no idea. Ah, it's in fact an Amstrad CPC 464 loading, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. obviously. They only have a Spectrum, sorry. For an extra point, can anyone name the game it was loading? No, no. Oh, that's Dragon Ninja, of course. Yeah. Oh, so uh, so I'll give you, I'll give you a half a point for that. Oh, thank that you. Was, okay. You know, I'm because I've had a half a mince pie and I'm a bit drunk. Yeah. Um, it's right. all that cognac you're drinking. Yes. All right, here we are, number three. Anyone? Anyone? Oh, Skalextric. Oh, it is Skalextric. Oh, yes. Skalextric. All the X's. Okay, are you ready for your fourth clip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiss! Simon Says. It is Simon Says! I did have a lot of electronic toys as a child. Really? Oh, yeah, I did. And as an amazing. adult. Um, <laughs> and as an adult, yeah, to be fair. Oh, oh Thorne, come on now. Put right, yourself right, together. You've got, okay. several, it's, what is it, three and a half to Jemima. All right. Nil to Thorne. This is the final clip. It is quite short, so listen carefully. Yeah. I really enjoy talking to people. What? Okay, you go to my. Is it a Furby? No, it is not a Furby. Uh, okay. Farney? No, it is not a Barney. <laughs> oh, look, I'll play you. I'll play you the rest of the advert. Show and tell time. Another teddy bear. My teddy's name is Teddy Ruxpin. He talks. He tells stories. He. Four batteries not included. 
<laughs> oh, Teddy Ruxpin, dude. Oh, Did not include God. the batteries? What tight ones? Well, it was oh. the 80s. You didn't get batteries of anything then, no. did you? No, yeah. Nothing. I'm surprised you didn't get that one. I thought, you know. Oh, I no. always wanted one of those. No, that was so... a bit too twee for me. No. Oh, oh thanks, Ellie. Well, well thanks. Done. Thanks for playing. Um, so at the end of that, Jemima Kiss has got three and a half uh, points. Helen Thorne has got zero. No. So uh, congratulations, Nine Jemima. Point. You Thank win you. the Christmas pudding. That's Could about we... as close to winning Eurovision as I'll ever get, I think. Oh, we... oh well, I enjoyed that game. Thank you very much. Thank um, you, thank you. It's time now for another section that we're calling Tomorrow's World. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, did, did you have Tomorrow's World in Australia? No, but we had Beyond 2000. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is one of my favourite things. And, and I always like the window into the future. It's like where people are on hoverboards and everywhere was monorails. Because yeah. monorails signal technology in the future, didn't they, back then? That's it. There's something yeah. so futuristic about having a train that's just slightly elevated. That's, that's it. That's <laughs> the future. Well, you know, with Hyperloop, it might happen. What's Hyperloop? Tesla are these super high-performance electric cars. So you know how electric cars are all small and Mm. And very slowly just went, yeah, and dangerous. I'm still driving my Sinclair C5. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. But he's got this idea for the Hyperloop, um, which is a, a very high speed method of transportation which would involve a vacuum, a train in a tunnel in a vacuum that can be sucked from one end to the other very fast. This, yeah, this is a new way to travel from like England to Australia, isn't it? Yeah, like really super fast. Yeah. Wow. Don't hold your breath. But, no. Uh, eventually. That's a that's a thing. So the, we're already in the thick of tomorrow as well. But the idea yes. of this section is mm. that yes, we we pick your your giant brains, Jemima, about you know you've got your finger on the pulse of contemporary technology and cutting edge business. Uh, what what have we got to look forward to? What is coming in twenty fifteen? Well, there's been a lot of talk about wearable technology. These sort of come in two kind of piles. You've got the Dick Tracy style phone on your wrist, to which most people go, I don't need a phone on my wrist. I've got a phone in my pocket, and I don't feel like a Wally. Uh, do mm. people still say Wally? I yes, don't know. they do, okay, especially good. in my country. <laughs> and then you've got um, watches or devices that are more about monitoring your health, and lots of listeners will probably have already tried out those. So there's Fitbit and Shine and quite a few others on the market. Mm-hmm. And they monitor your um, the number of steps you take and the calories you take and get a sort of loose idea of your fitness. Um, And they're a bit limited at the moment, and they also get a bit boring, I think, quite quickly. Mm. But eventually, when those are connected to um, a slightly more kind of sophisticated um, environment around us, it might be that eventually they'll have non-invasive blood testing, for example. So a real sort of life-changing scenario here is that if you're diabetic, you won't have to inject yourself each day to do a blood test to get your glucose reading. And you could walk into a restaurant and it would know that you're diabetic and the menu would automatically be suggested to you that sort of low GI. And then maybe that information might be shared with your doctor so he can see that you're sticking to the plan that you've agreed. Now, where this all gets a bit trickier, you know, assuming that they get rid of the NHS in four years, which pretty pretty much looks like it's going to happen. Not if we um, can help it. Well, yeah, that's a, another another podcast. Blackards, but, um, blackards. Yeah, that'll do um, it. Yeah. Online petition. So that's yeah. it, yeah. we all yeah. end up with um, with private health insurance, and then if you don't stick to your agreed premium because your data for your activity is all being shared, then maybe your health insurance premium would go up because they can see you didn't stick to the GI and actually you're sort of putting your health at risk a bit. Mm. Mm. Um, well, I, obviously, there's a few 
gadgets that I'm excited about and I'd, I you know I'd like to know whether or not they are coming sort of let's say in the next 12 months if I just say the gadget can you just say yes or no I'm gonna be I can ask for it next Christmas right okay hoverboard no robot butler no oh well oh well no you you actually sorry take it back you could have a robot butler but you'd have to spend quite a lot of money oh how much how much Asimo Oh, oh yeah, oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. how much would Asimo be. Uh, a gobstopper that changes flavours from like roast chicken to uh, toffee apples to uh, like custard and rhubarb, like throughout as you suck it. Have you been reading Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading that to my son at the moment. Oh. Um, uh, no, in a word. Oh. Yeah, limited market for roast chicken flavoured gobstopper well so you say that you're looking at the target demographic right here this is it <laughs> pregnant lady yeah pregnant roast chicken lollipop what about um pendants that have like a hologram in the shape of an eye like with an eye that winks Where, when you, you, yeah you can get you... those on brighton market but they're really nasty yeah i know that's a trick those. question that's a trick question <laughs> i just remember i remember with, like in argos in the 80s that was the height of sophistication and oh, technology was that with your global Elis- hyper color t-shirt yeah that's yeah, right yeah yeah, nice. yeah, yeah yeah the winking eye pendants oh they oh, were gorgeous helen mm. have you got any gadgets you wanted to ask our future future expert about my my big thing about technology is because all my fan, friends and family live in Australia that some way that could make communicating with them even better than Skype like some like way- not using Skype you mean yeah <laughs> that's it i guess how how is there is there anything you could move on from Skype like you know like those 3d goggles and you could like almost feel Oculus like you're rift yeah like yeah. you're sitting in your mother's kitchen you could recreate that yeah. for anyone who hasn't heard of Oculus Rift it's like a, it's like a virtual reality video games yeah. headset thing which sounds it? like the most knobby thing in the world but yeah. it's actually really cool it's, when you when you try it well Oculus yeah. Rift is now owned by Mark Zuckerberg's company a little really? a little site you may have heard of called Facebook so ah. it's not impossible that in the not too distant future there will be some kind of you know, immersive communication environment. Mm. I guess I, I think in terms of technology, and because we are obviously a slightly parenting podcast, that, that there are times where you're in the middle of the night, you don't know what your baby is doing, you don't know what you're doing. That's when you want an app or someone just to say, <laughs> this is what's happening, read my baby... Is it tired? Is it hungry? What am I doing? I no, think, oh. you don't know. You don't want to pass responsibility over to <laughs> I do. Yeah. I support that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know, I was yeah. trying to um, stay awake at three in the morning a few years ago now, but trying yeah. to stay awake three in the morning breastfeeding, and I couldn't breastfeed lying down, so I had to sit up. So I was like, only just awake with this massive leech baby. They were really big babies. And in some considerable pain with breastfeeding, there was all sorts of stuff going on. And just on mum's neck going... Should his poo really be yellow? <laughs> you know, just sustained me. That and bejeweled. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's See, it. I'm quite looking forward. My baby's coming in February, and I am quite looking forward to the hours of Candy Crush that I can get back yeah. into. I feel like I can really get back into it. Anything with, with one hand. One hand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, darling, I've got to feed the baby. You'll have to no, uh, empty the potty and make the dinner. I've got to feed the baby. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes. And I will Are be you using... still feeding that baby up there, darling? Yes, yes it's very hungry. <laughs> I just really enjoyed it the second time around because I wasn't just... I didn't have my phone in my hand all the time. I just sort of... 
mm. and actually kind of look forward to it, just sort of nestle down on the sofa, and it was just me and him. And Candy Crush. And like no, I said, I can't wait. No. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> and they just sniff his little head. And oh, just oh, sniff his head. Just, I'll just be oh, coming around God. to sniff that baby's head. No, oh, give it back. Go, there you go. Yeah. What, just the head? No. Yeah. <laughs> Little head sniff and a double rainbow sprinkle. That's my idea of a great night in. It really is. Um, Because I just remember, yeah, anything with my first baby. I remember Matilda had a little fluttering eye and I Googled it and it's like, your baby has cerebral palsy. And I just like completely freaked out. It was two in the morning. And then she just obviously, just her eyes just fluttered. (laughs) So, So it can, it can, you know... It can actually drive you insane. Ignorance is bliss. Have you seen or tried out, Jemima, the gadget, um, the pelvic floor gadget? Have you seen this, Helen? Is this iVag? I think something like (laughs) that. And it comes with a thing that you pop up there, you know, and you squeeze it and it's attached to a cable, which is attached to a thing. And it tells you if you're doing your kegels properly. (laughs) It just goes, eh, eh, two children. (laughs) You may as well give up now. Oh, it's a sausage in a bucket. Tort, tort. Taught if you're doing it correctly. It sounds brilliant. Wow. wow. Have you had a go on that? <laughs> Alas, no. Um, I'm quite sure I could probably do with some practice. But yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I'll give it a go. Yeah. yeah. Let's try and get one on the podcast, do a live try out. That <laughs> Sorry, won't be weird. I just spat all live? over the garden. <laughs> that's that's alright, we used time. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, that's tomorrow's world. <laughs> I think we've almost reached the end, haven't we, Helen? We have, we have. Now, we're up to my favourite bit of the podcast, which is, of course, the scummy mummy confessions, Jemima. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, dear. Jemima, have you got a scummy mummy confession? It's not really tech-themed. That's okay. That's all right. This might be really snide, but I do regularly, when my children get given chocolate, I do always eat it. (laughs) Do you eat all of it, Jemima? She's nodding. She's yes, nodding. We'll, we'll put that in the cupboard for later, boys. <laughs> later being nine Never. o'clock when mummy cracks out the wine. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's a good Is that one. A bit like, snide? It's not good reality. for them, though, and I'm just so old it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, that's well, right. It's good for mums. Chocolate's good for mums. It's, it's, it's very calming. Mm. Scientist Helen Thorne speaks <laughs> out on chocolate. But we generally say, no, you won't like that, dear. It's spicy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my confession, my tech-themed confession, it's not really a scummy mummy confession, but I still think that writing boobies on a calculator upside down is really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. It is, isn't it? It is, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, I feel better now. I've let it out. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I can breathe go. now. Oof. Oh, well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We're Thank pa- you so much for listening uh, to the tech special. Thank you very much, Jemima Kiss, head of the Guardian Technology business thing, thing, yes. thing for being a fantastic guest and telling us about the future okay well thank you all for listening um you can find us of course on the facebook um scummy mummies podcast at scummy mummies on the twitter and on the email we're scummy mummies podcast at gmail.com that's right and we've got some live shows coming up so just look on their website and click live shows Yes, that's <laughs> scummymummies.com. Scummymummies.com. Thanks again, Jemima, for joining us. Congratulations on your Christmas pudding retro audio techno quiz. I'm quizzing. delighted. Yes. Honoured, privileged and delighted. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 